Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And we have... Mr. Chris. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review, everyone. This is episode 99. And we're really excited to have Crazy. Chris back with us. He has at least three monikers now. He's... Do I? <laughs> the real professor. Yeah. <laughs> and offered to be the Scotsman, which I was professor really, really suits. excited about. So... To go back to history of several of the other episodes, I believe Chris's first episode was this March, and we've had you on since then. I think that's third or fourth. This is my third. This is my third time. I was doing the math. I was like, he was on 3% of the episodes. We did the uh, Johnny... John uh, John John, Henry. John Henry, yeah. Barrel Age Collection. But we learned from some of your stories how much history you have with Scotland and oh, yeah, well. why you are a whiskey lover. And because Ian and I fell a little short and we wanted oh, to wow. bring our A game for episode 99, we only found two beers that we thought were epic enough. We wanted to toss it to you for number three. So would you like to tell us what we're starting with today? Uh, what we're starting with is the uh, Talisker 10-year-old single malt scotch whiskey. So, <laughs> Well, that's not beer at all. No, 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 it's not. It's it's beer's older, more expensive, more alcoholic older brother. Nice. <laughs> that's, uh, it's I was waiting for the word mature to happen, but it no, really, no. Well, sure. I mean, you put it in a cask, I guess. It is, <laughs> it is more mature. It's older, certainly. But yeah, basically you take beer and you distill it three times. You pass it through a, uh, a chill filtration system and... That's roughly what you got. That was one of the more interesting things I learned doing the, um, when I was in Nashville. Yes, that's where I went. Um, we went on the Jim Beam tour, or the Jack Daniels tour, I'm sorry. Right. Um, but it was like, they had us going through these places, and I was like, it's like beer, exactly. And well, then except they just that's did with corn. To it. Right. Right. So, well, I didn't realize it, it until we were in Scotland at the distillery, uh, Glen Goyne, I guess. And we're... S- Standing in the room where they have all of the large machinery. Bats. Yeah, where they make it all happen. And it looks exactly like the new Victory plant. Oh, yeah. You know, just a little more. Yeah. And the tour guide says, oh, all right, on the count of three, I'm going to flip back the guards. But you have to look at it quickly because we can't let any you know sure. toxins get in. And she flips it back. And I look down and I'm like, Jason, that's beer. Like yes, that's we were looking at beer right now, Why? and it wasn't yes, until you is. get out to the next room where the filtration happens, um, and all of a sudden I was like, I Basically. think I think I like scotch so much more than I ever realized. <laughs> <laughs> they did a cool thing at the Jack Daniels place where they had one of the vats, and basically, he's like, you can taste it, like like we weren't actually allowed to taste it, but basically, if you just opened your mouth, and he had this wooden lid that he kind of like. Yep. Pumped it up and Wafted down. Wafted toward yep. you. And like, I mean, the alcohol content coming out of it was oh, yeah. like your mouth just like you had a cough because it was just like alcohol and it yeah. was just the fumes basically. But then you can still yeah. taste what that bourbon was going to kind of come out and be like. Well, this is the stuff that's headed through the charcoal filter. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that's coming straight off the still. And uh, yeah, that's. They called it a uh, white lightning. I yep. think. <laughs> just basically like. That's what it is. Like so high proof it'll kill you. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. That's... So there's no quality control guy on that step. <laughs> oh well. There's... So, but that's the other thing that's kind of amazing about this is, is that it, to, to me, at least, because I'm a, a bit of an engineer, right, is the, the 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 processing and all the all the control that goes into making these things, and it it seems like it'd be this kind of 
more haphazard thing, but they're running these, some of these stills, they're running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they're very impressive for the, the, the quality control stuff that they do. But and so what region of Scotland is this from? This is actually from Sky. So technically this would, um, depending on who you talk to, this is either a highland or an island. Um, so some people characterize the whiskeys from the islands as being separate than the highlands, and that's different than Isla, so that's not... So Lafroig, Lagavulin, if you're used to those, that's Isla. This is Island. Isla are the really peaty ones. The really peaty iodiney ones. Run the ones that smell of sea salt and you could use for disinfectant. Yes. This one is definitely smoky. Oh, yeah. And a little sweet. I was surprised. Yep. Yep. On my second sip, I started to pick up a sweetness that I don't expect out of a scotch. Yeah, it's a, it's a, lot, more, it's a lot more sweet and a lot more rounded, but it's still... It still has a little bit of the sea salt. You can still get just a little whiff of the, whiff of the, the seaweedy um, because it is on the west western side of Skye. So you're on the you know right. Well, it's not right. It's it's on one of the harbors that comes in or one of the inlets that comes in. It's on a loch. It's uh, it's absolutely beautiful. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, you know, white old white stone. Uh, buildings and it's sitting right on the loch and and you've got uh, uh, hills next to it and it's it's absolutely gorgeous it's probably the the prettiest distillery I've ever been to uh, and I've been to a fair number um, so uh, you read my mind I was going but, to ask <laughs> but yeah um, they're uh, but you know it's it's the only one that's out on sky it's the only distillery out on sky and then there there are a very small number of, of, of distilleries that are actually considered island distilleries because those actually have to be on an island that's physically separate from the mainland that's how they get that it cannot be a peninsula distillery right can't be can't be just sticking out on the edge of something it's it's actually got to be physically separate and sky is if uh if you if you've never been to sky i highly recommend it everybody describes it as scotland miniature because it's got highlands, it's got lowlands, it's got mountains, it's got... Is that the James Bond thing? Yes. Okay. So the James Bond uh, Skyfall. Skyfall, yeah. Oh, Skyfall is, okay. is up in that part of the world. You just made it um, relatable. Thank you, you so much. There you go. So. Um, now, we often talk about glassware, and I know that there is, if you want to go, if you would talk about this glassware. That oh, be, so um, the glassware we're actually using, I... Because this is not your traditional... No, this is not a... Or, yeah, it's not a highball glass. Um, this is a... It's a, it's a, a whiskey or a distilled spirits nosing glass. Um, so it's kind of like a... It's shaped a little bit like a brandy snifter, but much smaller across the base. Um, and, the, and at the tip, it comes in. Uh, if you see them in the stores, they're frequently called a Glencairn glass. Um, and that's kind of the mass manufacturer of these things. But they're, if you want to taste, if you want to really taste and nose your whiskey, and uh, it makes a huge difference. And I, we should have gotten a second glass. We could have gotten another tasting of this just in a highball. But it makes a huge difference in the taste of your whiskey. You get a lot more of the nose. Well, I remember the um, first time you had us over and we did taste. You had us do the yeah. se uh, separate ways yeah. than it was. An incredibly noticeable difference, which I found remarkable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I'm at home, I'll, I'll pour my bourbon or my whiskey or whatever into usually a nice big open cup. And yeah. I almost feel like I need to go shopping now. Which is only crazy because 
if you're a really big stickler for your beer glassware, you know, you really try to make sure you have something appropriate for whatever beer you're serving that doesn't transfer. Well, and in my mind, and I guess it's just because of movies and stuff, in my mind, that was the appreciate glassware for well, these beverages. But see, and that's just it. I, I'm with you because I was actually, so I, I did live in Scotland for a number of years. And before, I was a whiskey nut before I even moved over there. And I was always a highball glass, you yeah. know, just so you a big, like nice. The, the two fingers, but like yeah. a big, wide open glass. Yeah, big, wide open glass, low, nice, nice heavy. Or yeah, heavy. something heavy, manly glass, yeah. you know, that you felt like, you know, mm. you were really doing. And, uh, and I, I have some of those, and sometimes I feel like drinking out of those. It's perfectly, there's nothing wrong with doing that. I don't, you know. Um, but uh, but if you're, if you're going to be doing, you know, if you really want to nose this, the spirits, you want to get, you know, all of the, if it's not something you know really well, you know, right. and you're tasting it for the first time, you want a nosing glass. You want well, and part of that makes me wonder, is it an American thing? Because if you were handed a small glass with what looks like a small pour and you're paying, you know, your 12 or $14 for Yeah, but in the bigger it. glasses, it almost looks like a smaller pour. Yeah. I've been into some places and they have like these big things and like it coats the bottom and I'm like, how much am I paying for this? Well, <laughs> yeah. $14? So, but, but That's my, two my, my, but my, my, my tip for the day is uh, if you, if you really want value for dollar, the right thing to do is uh, you, you need to do a little bit of research on your whiskeys, but then you go into a hotel bar and you find the youngest kid behind the bar who's actually working and you order the most expensive <laughs> whiskey that they've got because nobody buys these things, which means he's never he served it. Do, He'll yeah. pull a glass down and give you three fingers of whiskey that, you know, and you're like, well, thank you very much. I'm you just, doing great. You, you gave me half the bottle there. <laughs> for, and my was, <laughs> for my $8. For my $8. And that was, you know, thank you. That's my, uh, that's my drinking tip for the day. I don't my, often drink in hotel lobbies, if we can no, be honest. No, but, but if you want, you know, cost-effective yeah. drinking for them. My friend Sarah Bonner was spending a summer working in Philadelphia many years ago, and I was probably 21 or 22 at the time. Uh, and she was working at a bar restaurant at night, and I would go in there a lot when she was kind of closing up, and then we would go out afterwards. Um, but I got there one night, and I was hanging out at the bar. I think I've probably mentioned this before, but the guy, I ordered a Chimay. And he pulled out a pint glass and filled it to the top and charged me like five bucks for it. And I was like, I'm three more of those, please. Yeah, I'd like another, like, please. I'm doing, I'm doing great right now. When are you yeah. working next, sir? Yeah. I could be here any yeah. day. Well, so when I was when I was living in Scotland, you know, they, they have the official weights and measures act, which means that you have a very specific size dram and it's relatively small. And I got very much in the habit of you know, I'd have six of those. I'd go to go out to a place and I'd have six of those and go home. And that was, I was fine. And I came to the States for a trip one time and I was hanging out at this hotel bar because I was meeting a bunch of friends there. And I ordered a whiskey and the guy literally poured me three solid fingers of a very nice whiskey in a highball three, glass. Three like farmers. Thick, oh yeah. Three, manly fat fingers. Hold, you know, this is, you know. <laughs> And, 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 and a big wide glass, and I'm like, well, I'm not going anywhere tonight. I'm just done now. Thank you very much. It's going to take me half an hour to get that's through all this. That's all I need. Or an hour. Or well, that's what I'll pour for myself at home is like. Well, sure, but you're not going anywhere. Right. Then. That's, uh, that's a different deal, right? That's, you know. But like if I'm sitting back with a movie, I'm not pouring myself, you know, a You finger. don't want to refill no, 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 every no. half glass. No, no you don't like, want to have to refill every I got like a nice half glass going on there. No, and no that's... Uh, sit you know, and sip it for... Sit down and, and have a sip and that's the, and have another one. And, and then, then fall asleep and another. wake up and have morning scotch. Yeah, well, you know. 
we were watching a movie the other day, and I was sitting there holding my bourbon on my chest like this, and I fell asleep. It was with uh, with Liz and Ryan, and like the credits are rolling, and I just wake up, and they're just like looking at me like, how did you do that? <laughs> I wake up, and I was just like, oh, I still have a couple sips. <laughs> and they're like, you we did just, not manage we to spill your whiskey you to whiskey spill it. <laughs> nice. And like, I think the last 10 minutes of the movie, they were just watching me being like, yep. Yeah. It's going to go. He's going to go. It's going to go. Well, the funniest part is you're thinner now than you've been in ages. But when you struck that pose, you looked like pregnant Ian putting the bourbon on his belly. I got on my back. It's the little Buddha. It's the whiskey Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. No, we all get the whiskey Buddha. That's the, uh, you know. All right. Well, let's talk about this whiskey flavor-wise like it were a beer. I love it. Well, and also the color. Sure. Um, It's a little more yellow. Sure. It's not as dark as some. Um, your some of the some of the classic Highlands like are going to be are going to be a little it darker. It really does. I don't even want to say it, it doesn't have any amber hints to me because there's not a lot of red or orange or like to a it. Like gold. It's, yeah. It's really more. It's like a stout's golden color. Yeah. I would say. It does have legs. I'm actually glad we started <laughs> with this one because like we didn't really pregame or I didn't, and also. This I feel like this will get us off to a nice start. <laughs> well, I'm worried it'll I'm worried it'll affect the taste of the beer because it's a little stronger. Some of the later beers well, are strong too. Yeah. So oh, okay. Well, in that case, we're at least case. the black butt is boot. I don't know how to say it. Butte. Butte. B u t t e. Mm-hmm. That'd be butte, wouldn't it? I believe so. It sounds much nicer than anything else I just called it. So black butte it is. Well, you know, I, like black so, beauty. I had that book as a child. So my my lovely wife and I were at the Telluride Music Festival this year, and drove by many things referred to as buttes. All right. And we found out that there is a difference between a butte and a mesa, though I have to confess I don't remember what it is right now. Well, that's not helpful. That kind of defeats the whole purpose of that story, doesn't it? Oh, sorry about well, that. Well, it's good to know that there's a difference. There is a difference. You can look it up. Google it. And so this is a 10-year. Yes. Does Talisker make other... Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And there's a... um, Oh, see, now, if I had done any real prep for this... We surprised you. You didn't know what was coming. It's okay. There's a whole whole uh, biochemical thing that happens at about eight years. So if you look at the... um, At most whiskeys, they'll they'll, uh, sell you something that's probably an eight-year a 10-year, a 12-year, and then you're, you're, you rarely find things in mass production that are much larger than that, and that's because of... 16, maybe. 16, maybe, if you're lucky, but that's because of what they call the angel share, because mm-hmm. the, the, the whiskey is in barrels, and it's losing alcohol, right? It's losing evaporating. volume. It's evaporating because the barrels are not airtight. <clears throat> and so to get a 35-year-old whiskey you have to keep basically moving it into smaller and smaller barrels. It's like the barrels. ice wine of whiskey. It like is. It, just keeps it is. Distilling down. It, it's and and usually if anybody liked it they used it for something else because even these single malts are actually blends, right? It's just that everything in here was a Talisker product right. and everything here is right. at least 10 years or older. So Jason was playing poker with the guys the other month and he had the Balveni? Yeah, Balveni. Yep. Um I think 15 year. Oh, it's nice. And loved it. Yeah. 
And twice now, I guess, we bought Balvenie once a 10 and once a 12. And whenever he opens it and takes one sip, he's like, nope, that's not nope, it. that's not it. So no. I have reaped the benefits of but getting to drink all of this. I, had that, I think I, it's still very nice. I haven't had the 15 to know what I'm missing. I had that problem in spades. The Glenn Farkless people make a, a lovely product, but I don't like any of anything until it gets to 25 years. Oh, and their 25-year-old Glenn Farkless is an amazing thing. It they is a thing of beauty. Hope, didn't they? They did. Yeah. They did. It's a thing of beauty. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, I they're they're um, they're but they're 8 and they're 10 and they're and they're 15 or 16 whatever it is they have right now. You know, not interested in it at all, but the 25 Oh man, it's a. I'm have so a, not patient, but if someone else is waiting for me, I'm sure I could. There's actually a bourbon out there called Angel's Envy. There is. There is. It's nice. It's not yeah. my favorite. I, I was hoping to enjoy it more because the name was so much of life. It's got a great name. It's got a great name. It's got a great name. Yeah. I always thought I'd like Death's Door. Yeah. Death's Door has a great good. name for a bourbon. No. And that's, you know, you, like you should have sold to, that name to somebody that knew what they were not doing. Not to make this relevant to beer, but um, I spent the evening with Kevin Finn, the owner and president of Iron Hill. And he now has ten and a half stores. There'll be an 11th one opening in Ardmore before the end of the year. And we were asking a lot of questions about just how much autonomy each store has because each one does have its own brewery and its own brewer and they're constantly nice. creating new products and everything um, and I guess at this point just because they're growing they actually have like a committee so you have you can submit your idea for a new beer or a new menu item or a new something and the committee will vote on whether or not they think it's worth pursuing and if so then you can try to make it and you know let them try it and see if it's it's going to go on a menu or become a thing and he said that the one problem they have, because they're great about their culture, their employees really get it, uh, people are really invested in what they're doing, but the biggest problem they have is they're, even though they're a, a brewery restaurant, pretty family friendly, and in craft beer, names get a little risque. So <laughs> yeah. they, people will propose like a beer idea that's so great and then name yeah. it something outrageous. And he's like, we just can't put that on the menu. Now see, <laughs> this, is, this is my weakness, I have to confess. I don't really like the beer that much, but the Trashy Blonde by, uh, uh, oh, they're a Scottish. They're a UK oh, I was going to say, I haven't even heard of them. No, the Trashy Blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have, they, they're the guys, they're the same guys who made uh, Tactical Nuclear Penguin. Brew Dogs. Oh, Brew Brew Dogs. Yeah. yeah, Brew Dogs. One of their standards is the Trashy Blonde. And I'm like, what a great name. That's, uh, you know, for a blonde ale. But Keller has a lot of good names. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and so Evil does Twin. Evil Twin. Yep. Yep. Like, you know, Farmer's Tan. Even and, more Jesus. Yeah. I really just thought that was <laughs> the best name ever. Yeah. Um, I always really wanted to like, there's a wine, Red Zeppelin. I always wanted to like that. I thought, what a brilliant name. No, it's crap. Menage yeah. a Trois. Yeah. Well, yeah. well but wine, that's a yeah. whole line now, isn't it? Like, I Probably. thought it started by being a blend of three wines, but now I, I think I've seen a, just a whole, yeah, either way. Doesn't matter. Good gag gift. It could have been, it could have been the best <laughs> of all three, and it, in fact, it turned out to be the worst. So that's... Uh, but I'm ching. <laughs> but I'm All right, Ian, I'm very excited to know which one you have next for us. Because uh, you're baby tomatoing. We're going to end with the, uh, the black... Beaut. The Deschutes. Beaut. Yeah. <laughs> we, will go, we will go with the Game of Thrones beer, which was just released. Oh, nice. Uh, this is Oma Gang 
We have in the past covered their um, blonde ale and their uh, take the black stout. Have this, you done the? Have you done the? The what is it, the hennepin? Um, oh, I don't know that we've ever featured it. I've had it. Yeah. I blogged about it. Like I did a review of the hennepin. But they contracted with HBO and Game of Thrones so to they're, make they're this brewing uh, every season. They make a new beer. Nice. So this is the third one that's been released. I've been fortunate enough to get my hands on a case each time. It's your badge of honor. A case so of proud. this? You yeah. have a case of this beer? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which I hope it's good. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have to give it away. No. But it's uh, in my um, house, so if it's fantastic, I will start bartering with it. There you go. Excellent. I could find a bottle of whiskey that would be... <laughs> an 8%. Uh, this year, they're focusing... So the first year, they focused on the uh, the Iron Throne and the Lannisters. With the blonde ale, since it was ruled by the Lannisters. Yes. The second year, uh, they did the uh, the stout, which was the, the wall. Oh, the stout. Now the, the, black, the black watch. Yeah. The now Night's we're watch. hanging with the... Um, the Iron Islands across the way. Ah, uh, okay. And this beer is Valor Morgulis, which means all men must die. Which was the name of last season, right? Yes. Uh, or at least an episode. Uh, of I'm sure season. one of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So now this see, is a double, and the hennepin is a double, is it not? No, the hennepin is their, uh, I think it's a saison. I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was what I would guess. I didn't, I'm trying to... Now see... Or a wheat somehow. Every time I watch the, the uh, Game of Thrones and I think of the Iron Islands, I always think of, uh, of Scotland and, and, and whiskey, which I think is really funny because every, every time they do that pan shot around, you know, in the very beginning around the islands, they look very menacing and very, you know, uh, very uh, Highland-esque. You know. But... Uh, I appreciate how all of your pores differ so significantly. Yeah, you were pretty awesome, having actually. Some, having some difficulty there. It's all right. He knows that I like head on my beer, so I'll deal with it. It's fine. I do want to take this moment and point out, as I was telling you about my dinner with uh, Iron Hill, it was a five-course beer pairing dinner. So there was a local food writer there who recognized me right away. And Apparently, said, you're becoming part of the uh, part of the scene. Yeah, uh, it was it was really fun. Um, but she said, "Did you check out the menu? What do you think? Because obviously, this is what you do, and it was quite good. Uh, I do think Iron Hills pretty solid looking menu. Their food is all locally sourced. Um, it's I just we can talk about the food if you want to, but what I needed to come clean about because our listeners know some of my prejudices is that I definitely had. Oktoberfest and lager beers this evening. Um, thankfully, in small tasting glasses and not in large portions. How were how were the their portioning? I would say they were eight ounce glasses filled with six ounces of beer. Not bad. So. Do you know the cost? Uh, it was fifty five dollars for five courses with beer, uh, but it was also run by a chamber of commerce, so they. They were out to make profit in addition to paying for it through the restaurant. Right. If that makes sense. Um, they, for the same cost to do it at another local restaurant, but with wine pairings on most occasions. Like, this is the first time they did it with beer, and they only did it because Iron Hill said, well, if our guy's going to talk, we're going to do it at our place, which makes sense. Um, then it's only, like, three and a half courses with wine for 55. How was the turnout? It, I mean, it sold out. But I think 20 was the max because it's all of, it's just like what we do. It's all about being around a table and having a conversation. You know, it wasn't sure. about 
sitting in a classroom style and just, you know, methodically tasting or anything like that. So it was the first sellout they had. So that was a good sign. Really? Okay. First sellout Iron Hill had or that these events had? These events have had. Which I think speaks highly to the fact that it was about beer. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> so they don't normally, these aren't normally about beer. The events. Well, not they're still not about beer. This was about their business concept. Ah, you know, this okay. was about a company that's been around for 18 years and has grown to 11 locations. And right, um, reminds me a little bit of um, Kildare's actually. <clears throat> the, the the whole uh, Doc McGrogan line. Right. So there's not 11 Kildare's, but Doc McGrogan. He owns Harvest and one other. Uh, there's a couple. He owns three or four different. Because one of them's chains. in a lawsuit right now <laughs> with, uh, well, they, whatever their logo is, is very similar to a restaurant in Hershey. Oh, okay. And so the Hershey oh. restaurant sued them and said, your name and your logo is kind of exactly like our name and our logo. Now, they're not close. It's like one's in Kennett Square and one's in Hershey. Right. But it's still, you're both in the, the same state and this is a thing. And You might be. They might want to expand. Yeah. You never know if it's so. successful. There you go. So can you tell us more about this beer? Uh, well, we all know Oma Gang, Cooperstown, New York, Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame, man. Um, they do, I would say, almost exclusively, and not, I guess not exclusively, but almost exclusively Belgian-inspired beers. A la Allagash. Yeah. Um, I find them, personally, I think they're a step below Allagash. Yeah. I would, um, I would I think have they to do, go with you on that. They do good stuff, though. I like their Rare Voss is good. Uh, I do like their Hennepin. They were a really good kind of intro to craft beer beer for me. I remember when I was first getting into it, I would go out to restaurants, and since they're so close, they were pretty accessible in the Philadelphia area earlier on. And I would be like, oh, I'm a gang. And how do you say that? I don't know. I'm still not sure I'm saying it right. Nope. You are. <laughs> no, I... Talked to somebody at one point. It was they were like, "Oh yeah, Oma Gang, cool." So yeah, I mean that's what it looks like. But um, so yeah, this is so their. So this is a double. I'm double. Just, do you, we know what their standard double is? That's what I'm missing. Like because they do have because I've poached things in Oma Gang double before. Like I know, it's. I just wish that I had it more recently to compare what their normal double is to. I mean, what, I could look it up on the phone that I don't have with me. Yeah. While we're talking. There goes the fourth wall, Ian. Thank Whoops. you. Whoops. <laughs> Dope. It's got a little cherry to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got, I got a little nervous because someone posted about it on my wall and they used the dreaded R word. R raisins, word? yes. yes. Uh, raisins? I don't really get, I hate raisins. Oh. You hate raisins, but you like port. Why is everyone so surprised by How this? can you hate raisins and like port? I don't understand. I don't that. often consume port. I've enjoyed port on occasion. More raisins are horrid. <laughs> See, but <laughs> more than one occasion. If this were a quad, I would think raisins, but no, it's a double. It really the body's not that thick or viscous. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't get really raisins. It, it's it's uh, Sir Abiel. Oh, that's right. Okay, Thank pretty you. obvious. It's yeah. sweet, but it. Thanks, it, Google. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> to me, it tastes a little too. What I would characterize as burnt, to be raisiny. It's got more it, of a it's got more of a burnt sugar. It's to, definitely roasty to the next. Yeah. Burnt sugar is actually a great way to put it. Yeah. When you're talking about beer, it's hard sometimes. Burnt could mean the grain. No, 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 no. But, I don't mean that. I don't yeah. mean smoky. I mean it. It has a 
a burnt sugary. I would say like a burnt sugary Bing cherry, like a ripe, I don't know, something about that really. Just at the very end on the back of the tongue is where I get the cherry. Okay. It is definitely, See, so I it's don't... unfiltered, it's pretty cloudy. The head's been lingering, I like that a lot. Um, it's got, it, it's a it's little. thin it's, though. Yeah, but for it, being it's, 8%, a little, it's got a little reddishness to it. It's nice. Mm -hmm. It does. It's not as Which dark as I expected it was going to be. Which fits with the label, too. I yeah. mean, the label's yeah. very Even the regal bottle looks a little more reddish, but I think that's just my... Now, when I first tasted it, I wanted to say oily. Now, I don't think it's actually oily, and I'm trying to figure out what that is. That's, I think it's just got kind of a light but longish mouthfeel to it, if that makes any sense. No, it makes plenty know. of sense. Um, I feel like it flavorful. dies a little bit. Um, Where at the end? Yeah, it doesn't have it doesn't have a finish that inspires a new flavor, but right. it doesn't finish no. watery. If that makes sense. No, you're right. That's true. I didn't think about that. It's not watery. It's not. It's not it's just thin. Kind of weak, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not but not thin. It doesn't seem like it, it's just kind of flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the flat top and of, wide, if that makes any on sense. On the top of my mouth, there's almost like um, a toffee. Or, I don't, maybe. I don't, I don't eat toffee very often, maybe. so maybe I'm misidentifying it. But maybe. um, no, I, could be. Hmm. What do you think? You look very contemplative. Well, I was actually just thinking, um, with the blonde and the stout, we enjoyed both of them. Gave neither like a glowing review, and both of them I've gone back and drank later and really enjoyed. So they age well. I, apparently, I actually had the blonde, which was like two years old at this point now. Yeah, um, we had it in a week ago. Now it's just been sitting in the bottle. Yep. And you thought it was that much? Okay. Now, do you think it's really going to improve sitting in you know someone's basement for two years in a bottle? Of I mean, beers, beers do, do change. Okay, yeah. they, they definitely change okay. and adapt, and and the flavors will. It's all about ABV, though. Like it has to be high enough. You don't want to take your three and a half percent lager and age it for three years and see what happens. Right, right. it'll fall apart basically. Yes. But and like I mean, stouts, all, dark beers almost always will, will age okay. up to five years, no problem. But the blonde, the fa how many blondes do you have left for being two uh, years old? They might be gone at this point. Okay, that might have been the last one. See, I'm just so much more used to the whiskeys, and once it's in the glass, right, then that's what it is. That's that's what it is. It's done. It's not going to change. That's <laughs> you know. Now, interestingly, they tell me. I'm going to have to look this one up. I went to a mixing event, and they we were blending our own whiskeys, and he's like, "No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta mix it around, and then you gotta let it sit for a couple days." Like, before you bottle it, or before you drink it. Before you drink it. After you put it in the bottle, but before you drink it, I'm like, what could possibly be happening in the glass? I, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Random other topic. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's going to be more relevant for next episode when we do episode 100 yeah. infusions. Oh, is that what you're doing for 100? You, you, have, <laughs> you have a whole plan for 100, do you? Oh, yes. We have. We're going to do a whole bunch of French press uh, infusions oh, with different nice. beers and flavors. We should probably start thinking about that since it's a week away. I, I heard 
Okay. I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> I just haven't bought any of the ingredients because I want them to be fresh. But now, is this something I can buy tickets for? Because you know, <laughs> I'm fairly sure there'd be a fair. I, you know, if you put this on the webpage, I bet a whole lot of people like, uh, be signing up for the hundredth episode. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad idea though, because we could make enough. Huh? How did I not think of this? Chris, lack lack of vision. You're such an entrepreneur. <laughs> lack I'm of so vision. Impressed. <laughs> the, uh, you know. If we said for $15, you can come out and try our five infusion beers. You can watch us podcast. Yeah. We're going to do it anyway. You might it. as well make money at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Pay for the beer and the mangoes. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't hate this. It's not super exciting. I also have to realize that I love Belgians. A double is Doubles not, has never been a style I look for. I, I don't seek it out. I'm, there are times on a menu as I'm creating things. I think it's the Chimay Red is the double, right? Yep. Um, but I do like a nice Chimay Red. Because the white is the That's... triple. Um, Blue is the quad. There are just times when I'm making a menu that I know a double is exactly what I need. There's just certain kinds of meat or certain preparations that it's perfect well it does for. have that darker cherrier yeah. caramel like sweetness to it which i think is really good for you know for for that flavor profile basically I think the current beer mistress cover photo is you pouring oma gang abby into those six glasses i think that's, that seems likely yeah. at the dinner in Liditz. yes yes I will, I will also say that I don't know if you've already had the changing of the seasons on, on the podcast, but, you know, we're moving into fall. We've kind of ignored that entirely. <laughs> no, we're moving into fall. We've done, we've done no Oktoberfest. We've done no pumpkin beers. That, that's we've, fine. Uh, it's okay. I'm just saying, it. you know, now I, 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 for one, feel really good. I can order red wine again and not feel stupid about it. I can, you know... I can, I can order order Today heavier. Today threw me off a little bit because it was so warm. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's I was reveling. I'm not wearing nylons with my dress. I'm so excited. It, yeah, well, today was nice, but that's but but Neither we are. Neither of moving, you are wearing nylons either, for no. the record. But but we are moving into you know kind of a darker, you know, a little more, a colder colder season where something that's heavier like this might be better for people. It's not like you know something. It's not a light, refreshing kind of summer beer. It's right. a, you know. You're not liking to take the take the edge off the heat. You yeah, know, you're not gonna up. you're not gonna mow the yard and then drink this thing. This is not. This but you is, would have a hennepin. Yeah, but I might. But I might. But I might have a hennepin. That's right. But I, when's I the last time you mowed a yard, Chris? Well, I don't own a yard. So, <laughs> you know, the last time last time I mowed the yard was probably the last time I was visiting my parents in the summer, which, you know. Oh, I, just, I, I, I mean, appreciated the, the metaphor, summer. but this I couldn't, summer, I couldn't summer, picture it. Okay. This summer I did. I helped out, you know, around the house. So, yeah. It's a, it's a very solid double. I think it's it's fine. It. We do have a habit of bringing beers on here that we don't like the style of. In the and first then place, judging and them then being harsher, like, yes. which is something I've always despised theater critics for, because they'll be like, "I hate this show." Like, Let me tell I, you like, why. I read this show <laughs> the first time I read it. I hated it, and I've hated it every time I've seen it. And it's like, well, then you're not really giving a good, you're not being a good critic right you're now. You're not objective. You're just somebody anymore. who just doesn't like right. this show, which yeah. is fine. But you can't write about Crucible, it. Crucible. I am. I am at my life maximum of the number of times I have seen the Crucible, and it doesn't matter now how good it is. I can't watch the Crucible anymore. There you go. 
I, I don't think I've ever actually seen the Crucible. I saw it in like high school. I'm if you want to tag out, I read out, it. I read next it in time high school. I'm invited I read to the Crucible. It, but yeah, you can sure. go in my place. Sure, just tag me in. That'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> Excuse me. Jason was in the Crucible, so if he were here right now, there would be horror stories. Oh. Yeah. Love no, horror. Nothing stories. says cast bonding like a really depressing show. Like a really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the... Oh, there's this great show. Like a little Titus Andronicus. <laughs> For the win! <laughs> Shakespearean tragedies. <laughs> where, where nobody lives and everyone dies and nobody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're cutting out tongues. We're cutting off limbs. What's the... Copenhagen. You know about Copenhagen? This play, Copenhagen? This is a play only nerds love. It really is a play only nerds love. You've, you've intrigued us. Go it, on. It, it, it's a play about Nils Bohr and... This sounds like an episode of Big Bang already. Like, it's like that. It's on. like that. But it, it, it's... Oh, God. Who, um, who's, the other, who's the other scientist? It's, it's, I'm not going to get it. Anyway, they're having a conversation. One of them was the guy who was running... The uh, the German um, uh, yeah. uh, nuclear project and the Manhattan Project guy yeah. and well it's Niels Bohr he was ish he wasn't really on the Manhattan Project but he was in the West ish uh, and 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 it's two guys on stage debating whether or not you give this horrible weapon to people you know that are horrible because some other guy is going to give this horrible weapon to the guys that are trying to kill your guys. And you're like, it's, but it is the kind of. So it's like paying to get in and watch a philosophical debate? Basically, basically it's like paying to get a, watch a philosophical debate between two giants of quantum physics. Um, no, scripted gonna, by somebody else. I'm going to tap out on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, let's I'm going to say thanks, but no, even free tickets. I remember I'm hearing gonna about that and hearing that it was actually pretty good. If it's done well, it's really actually quite good. The only time I saw it, it was put on by the physics department at a university <laughs> I was at. And needless oh, no. to say, needless to say, the, the grad students in the physics department really were not the most. They probably had a great actors. understanding of the words that they were saying, but not a great way, understanding of how to. It's uh, not really about quantum mechanics. No. <laughs> it's wow. really much more There's about that. you know. So it didn't really. It, it, yeah. Didn't, didn't read. No, but they, the the beauty of it is you stage it not altogether unlike waiting for Camus, right? Or waiting for Godot. 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 I, was Godot. Like, no, I was like, is that a whole other play I've never heard of? <laughs> Waiting for Godot, it, it, there's nothing on stage. It's like a chair and a table and a, you know. So it's great for those low budget theaters. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant or... for that. It's brilliant for that. Anyway, oh, so okay, so now we're talking about strange theater. So the next beer was recommended to me by Josh at my local beer shop. We talk about him a lot. Um, Pretty much every time we do, I'm like, who's Josh? Yeah, who's Josh? All the time. He's like, who's I've never Josh met a Josh. Guy? Why is Josh is a person who's so. This is a Deschutes beer. It's the Black Deschutes. Beauty. Butte. Okay, I'm still awful at this. Uh, how it was introduced to me the first time is on the back is stamped a date. As per, you know, good beer is fresh. Sure, fresh by. In this particular case, it says best after. Oh, well, uh, that's weird. Because as we were just talking about, and I kid you not, we did not tempt didn't, didn't, didn't prep to this. say this. No. Um, it is best after June of 2015. Okay. 
Oh, so, so this is we're drinking this too early. We're drinking, now I bought two we for the fly purpose. in the face of your <laughs> yeah. your recommendations. Pa, I what say do you know, to you, shoots just because you brewed it. And Josh Morons. said that he had his last week and it was delicious, and that's why I said, "All right, in that case, I'll open it because I have two. Well, so now, but that just begs the question, doesn't it? Which is, do you have another bottle of this? I do. Do you? You're gonna have to keep this one around and drink it again after. Yes. To see whether or not it's gotten any better. Well, I, I look forward to that. I wish no, they gave a date range, like best between. Is this, is this yes. mine? Yeah, there we go. Because like after 2015 is also like 2110. Yeah, it could go downhill pretty badly after. You know. At that point, the angel share would be ridiculous. No, there's no angel sale. No, not in the bottle. Not in the bottle. Now, because like I would love to save this for five years if that's... Kind of recommend I'll, well i'll tell you this if we love it now it's not cheap but they still have a few bottles left so i will buy some more and we can maybe do like a one year a three year and a five year that's if you oh want. now that there you go so this is an ale brewed with pomegranate molasses with 50 percent aged in bourbon barrels blended with ale with cacao nibs and cranberry added well that's a it's an imperial porter that's a wine Whoa. description if i've ever heard it that's, That's so much flavor right there. An imperial porter. With a hint of fruit and just enough tart to okay. make you smile. What's the ABV? 10.8. <laughs> oh, there you go. Sense. So now the imperial part of that is supposed to tell me something. What does the imperial part tell me? The imperial ABV. basically means it's going to be a higher ABV, like an imperial right. stout. Um, or... Uh, like, you know, you're familiar with like a double IPA. Right, right, right. Sure. A double IPA and an imperial IPA are pretty much the same thing. Okay. Just different words for it. And double IBAs basically are not twice the strength, but they are. Your IPA is like stronger. 6% and your double IPA or your yeah, imperial like eight, IPA nine. is 8 and above. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it just implies there there's, it's got more substance to it. There you it's go. It's got some, some oomph behind it. There is pomegranate coming out okay. of my nose. Now, here's the deal. This is gonna sound weird. Take the glass and hold it just a little bit away from your nose so your nose is not actually over. That's chocolate. I get peanut butter. Ooh. I do not. I get and maybe that white wine at Tree I had that tasted like peanut butter. Yeah. I took, was... a, I took a sip of that and I was like, why Look, is there peanut butter in peanut, my wine glass? Well, there's peanut butter in my wine glass. <laughs> it was no. bizarre. It's and I like, called everyone over and I was like, this tastes like peanut butter. And they're like, I don't know. And no, I was like, it, yeah. it's got a Reese's peanut butter thing. It's got, it's got a little peanuts and, and then and See, then but Reese's too. peanut butter has ch chocolate. That's my point. So it's got chocolate and it's got a chocolate. Well, I the child, he smells the peanut butter. So together yeah. we're like a Reese's cup. There you go. See? But it's, it's true because uh, I stuck my nose right in it at first and I definitely got more of that of the fruit. But oh, you hold it wow. away a little bit. Oh, great shades of Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's wow. You, you, you're talking about raisins in the other one. No, I get I got a lot more, you know, that big, juicy, fruity, you know. Well, oh, it's the, robust. Not the, not the dry. I don't mean Holy the... Holy cow. Look at the glass. I don't know if it's just mine. No, I've it's got like, like red. All sorts of... No, I've got like sediments oh. and like... Almost looks like pomegranate seeds They're all floating They're crap floating in it. In it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's delicious. Mine is far mm, too black to see anything that's like got, that. Delicious. That's got... That's got heft to it. It's probably the, the cacao nibs all crunched up. It. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure... Is there any other fruit in there? I mean, I really feel like pomegranate is exactly what raisins. I taste. It's Sorry? But... It, the pomegranate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is there any other fruit in there that I'm missing? Because it's just, it's so juicy. Cranberry yeah. is added. 
Okay. Cranberries. You got that tartness in the back. That makes a yeah, lot of sense. Yeah, at the very end. Which is yeah, something, yeah. there's something And that it's like I'm, real cranberry, not like cranberry juice for yes. the kids. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 not that. Oh, yeah. Holy wow. This is real good. Oh, that's tasty. <laughs> it's their 26th that's... birthday reserve. Yeah. Well, I want to get... Hey, been Josh, long distance high five. Um, yeah. So you said there's more of this? Mm -hmm. How much? <laughs> Are don't we gonna, don't are, tell them where. Are we, are we going to wind up affecting the market by telling um, people? I know where I can find at least four bottles. Buy and them. I have another buy one them. at Buy them. Home. Buy okay. them. Can we like buy a case? tomorrow. <laughs> and find out if you can. If there's more. If we can order okay. it. I'll see what I <laughs> can do. Delicious. I have him on my. He's on my text. I've not had like a wow beer in a while, I feel like. This is a wow beer. Maybe I should only drink anniversary beers. Notice. What is the 31st of December going to be like for you? Of December? Yeah. That's when Adroit releases their WoW beer. Nice. Or rephrase, their anniversary beer. Yeah. That'll be crazy if they do it well, which I can't imagine they wouldn't. Oh so, my... wait, can I just say one thing? This is, it's not an anniversary beer, but it's kind of an anniversary beer for me, is that you all very kindly introduced me to the Mad Elf, to Trogue's Mad Elf which uh, I, I had never had before. I, I moved to Philadelphia and you introduced me to it. And I am now, it's like on my calendar, is, is that we're coming up on Mad Elf season. And I'm just- I'm Days, just, you're probably only uh, days probably away. Probably only days actually. away from this. I'm just completely excited. My, my wife has posted pictures of me wearing a Santa hat drinking Mad Elf on Facebook. Cackling, uh, I hope. Oh yeah, no, she, <laughs> she thinks it's hilarious. But um, you know, it's, it's, anyway, it's kind of an anniversary sort of, uh, you know, anyway. It just made me think of it. And I don't know why. It was completely so unrelated. Anyway, buy more of this. Yeah, buy all <laughs> of it. I will, I, will, I, will, I will happily chip in. If we can find more of this, I will happily chip in to buy some of this. I feel like he almost has to be the guest for the next time we try it. I, well, I think I, that all three of us are fine with that. Because he's the only one I'm okay with that. I have no problem. Yeah. That's, you know? You know. I mean, so you have to come back in one year and three years and five years? I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that. We have <laughs> friends for the next five years. <laughs> five, ten, you know. It's in a, verbal contract. Yeah, yeah there you go. published on the web. It's now fun. we just all need to like prick our fingers and put blood on that bottle and we're set. Now see, that's something you all don't do and I do sometimes every once in a while with a really... You make a blood pact? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a logical segue at all. It was a good one. No, um, no. I, I thought blood on the label. Um, every once in a while, I take the labels off my whiskey bottles if I drink it, mm. or a wine bottle even if if I have a. But I never do that with beer. I don't know why nobody does that with beer. But nobody like to does. save, you mean? Yeah, you to, like to, to, to phrase and. Uh, or, so I've got one. I've got one that's up on the wall over there. So and I've got oh, yeah. one on the Actually, fridge. That's pretty. And they're you know. I always wanted to do something interesting with my cigar wrappers. Uh, another thing that people do. Yeah. How many no artistic do people do we know? We could figure out something. Like yeah, yeah. I could put them like all a decoupage on a frame of and do yeah. something. Yeah. Like, so they actually make for for wine bottles. They make these little uh, clear stickers that you put on the bottle and you rub it down and then you pull it off and it takes the label off for the wine bottle. Brilliant. Um, and so, like I said, for a couple whiskey bottles and various things, I, I have, you know, had them and had them framed. But I think, you know, it would be perfectly appropriate, especially if you're going to make a blood pact and, uh, you know, on the bottle. That's, that way uh, you have our DNA forever in case. That's right. That's <laughs> right. In case anybody can test the, uh, the efficacy or the, the, the legitimacy of the efficacy is the wrong word. The legitimacy of the, the 
the pact. I used to write grants and I would type the word efficacy all the time because doctors told me to, but it was a good two years before I knew what it actually it's meant. A, well, it's a good word. It really is a good <laughs> yeah. word, but it, it's not the one we needed here. No. <laughs> You're right. Legitimacy for the win. Legitimacy. You know, and if there was a label worth saving, this would be one of them. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing crazy about it. It is really just a black it, background yeah. with the name on it, but it's very um, understated. I yeah. think this could be... In a nice way. A holiday. The... the Cranberry pomegranate with the warmth of like the 10-8 cold weather kind of imperial porter. This could be a holiday beer. Oh, yeah. I think so. That's, that's, I, that's kind of why I went to the Mad Elf. Beer. Is it, it feels like a Christmas. It feels like a, yeah, a Christmas kind like of... But like a grown-up Christmas. Oh, kind yeah. Of way. Not a, yeah. yeah. But but the, that's real eggnog there. But it, it, it doesn't have... Um, it has the cranberry, but it doesn't have the kind of. There's a, a a front bit to cranberry that I don't like very much. That's kind of edgy. That's not here at all. But you would never be so audacious as to say that it is a cranberry porter. Oh God! Or something. No. You know, no, like no, no. even no, no, though no. we're talking about the fruit and the juicy. No, and the, no. It's, it's not, not that. It's a really rich, dark. Well, and I'm gonna say right now, this porter. Is awesome. Clink. Oh, Cousin Max is going to be so sad. <laughs> he never gets to try it. That's true. Cousin Max is supposed to be here tonight. Oh. And life well, changed. Sucks to be him. And um, we should send him pictures sure of us like happily guzzling the empty bottle of the Black Butte. Yeah, that would be awesome. We sorry about that, Max. Yeah. Oh, sorry you missed it. Well. Can I be honest? I know we were talking about bad acting a minute ago, but yeah. you didn't sound very sorry when you said that. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I, d I wasn't really. That, let, let's face it. In the end, I'm not actually very sorry about that. I mean, I feel bad for Max. You know, I like Max and everything, but he's you a know, nice guy. He's a great he's guy. That's, I, you know, I, I always I like good Max. for a laugh. Yeah, but you know, you I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about being here. That's awesome. Do you have beard envy yet? No. Oh, I don't. Because I could do that. I could grow a crazy beard like that. I'm just. Has I'm he old. grown? I haven't seen him in a his while. Beard's like out to here. Oh, and really? His hair's real short, so it's got like this weird, like okay, Russian militant, like <laughs> super villain look. Okay. Because so he I've also tends to grow like he grows a point. It like, does. Oh, does he really? Point. Oh, see, not like I've been not like an about... arrow point, but like this part of his beard grows faster than like everything else. Okay. So it's not like a could big bushy beard. Could we get him beard. like the mustache wax? It's got this like. So, so I didn't. I just found this out that there's such a thing as beard wax. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That you can get beard to shape your beard. So I have I'm, a. I have I'm a actually beard thinking oil. of growing my beard out so that it's. Do it. Well, know. I used to. Um, have you seen all those crazy competitions for oh, beards and stuff? No, I, I knew this guy who had what I would characterize as a. Uh, I don't think it's right. I think I'm wrong about the term. I think it's called a Van Dyke, but it's not. It's it's just a beard, and it comes straight. It's, it's, he looks like Satan. Like a pharaoh beard? He looks like Satan. It's a straight triangle down out of his chin and it comes out from his neck and it. And to so a there's point. no neck hair. To a point. And there's oh, like, no, no, no. It's trimmed. There's down, no sideburns. It's, it, it's no, all just, well, he actually, it does go up in the sides, but, it, but his beard comes down to a point. And I'm like, I don't know how you. And his middle name is Mwahaha. No, it's like that. <laughs> it's, you know, no. But uh, actually, his name is Ian, but it's a different Ian. 
Um, so did you know that there's also like a maximum beard length for every person and it's different? There is, yeah, because your beard just grows out and then it stops. So like it'll just stop it, like it'll stop growing. It'll just say, nope, it'll done. never get longer. Mine is called it's, zero. It's like a beard well, maximum. Well, that's, that's probably a good thing for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, you know. So I yeah. don't want to mess with tradition, but I'm not sure that it would be fair to ask which was our favorite tonight. Well, that'd be the Talisker 10. I was, one of them was <laughs> a whiskey, so it was way, very man. different. And then the beer was, we had a meh and a woohoo. So yeah. it's not even... It's not even really a competition. Will that's, you be sad if I skip that part of the evening? I like the Black Butte the best. Okay, thank you, Ian. I, I, I like the Black Butte the best out of the beers and the Talisker out of the whiskeys. I'm glad, especially because it's tasty and you provided it. So uh, well, you know, but I would want you to like what you have in your own cabinet. I would like to take this moment to give a huge shout out to Brian S. who won our two tickets to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. What's up, Brian S.? And That's it, a weird last name. <laughs> is it like ESS? Or no. is it just like S? It's S period. I'm not telling you his last name because in 2014 you could probably track him down and beat him and up for his milk tickets. money and oh, probably. steal his tickets. Oh, yeah. probably. Yes. So yeah. I'm Especially doing with this beer mistress, here. Beer mistress, Brian, yeah, you'd be done. That's... Probably figure it out anyhow with just the S. That's okay. Well, I don't know about that. That's creepy. I'd have to work a little harder. Well, we're beer mistress yeah, and S. Not that hard, beer though. Beer mistress and S, maybe. So it's thanks, Brian, for blogs. listening to the podcast, hope for following us online, <laughs> and go out and see Ian in his last two weeks of Pennsylvania Renaissance what up? Fair. Yes. See, so, so my wife and I have been talking about this because we still haven't seen, we came the one time. But we haven't seen the joust yet. And I'm like, we gotta go see the joust. We, we should come for Halloween joust. Yeah. It's totally well, so different. When it, that, is that like this weekend or pyro. next weekend? It's Both. this weekend and next week. Okay, so there you go. We'll, we'll figure that out It can't offline, be this week. Because well, we can't yeah. tell the world sorry. when you'll be there. Everyone's gonna come rush I'm sorry, to that's see true. you that's and true. say, they, yeah, no. Chris, we wanna talk about whiskey. What? No, that's, yeah. Pff, You'd be so sad that about that. Yeah, it'd be horrible. Absolutely horrible. Be like, fine, just not during the joust. For the, yeah, that's true. <laughs> for the love true. of God, don't let's not. Unless talk you're about bringing whiskey. whiskey to the joust, don't do it. Oh, that'd be okay. Flasks, flasks. They're this is your the first friends. time in my life I wish I had a flask, dude. You why didn't you seven. say this? What I are you talking about? I, I'm sorry, I do have a flask. I just never okay. find like there's never a time in which to, like, as I was saying to somebody, I'm either at a bar where I'm drinking, yeah. which is cool, or I'm at my home where I can drink, which is also fine. I'm, I'm rarely at an event, like, if I were going to a dry wedding, yeah, I would have flasks strapped to my entire yeah. body. Um, Bachelor parties. But why? Because they were frequently you go to a bar and their whiskey is crap. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I wish I kind of had one in Nashville. See? This well, is what I'm saying. Because the place, it wasn't... Does that mean you're bringing one to Florida? No, I'll just pack bottles. I, I, okay. I, I, I will, I will just, just paint a word picture for you. I was at a friend's bachelor party. And I took it on myself uh, to, to bring whiskey. And on the left side, we had the angel. <laughs> and on the right side, we had the devil. <laughs> and, that was, and there were two different whiskeys. They were very different whiskeys. Uh, I did not name them the angel and the devil. In fact, the groom named them. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was that, that day? Or like, oh, that was, no, that day. was that day. Right. <laughs> it was that day. Um, yeah, I, I've been cursed multiple times. I'm gonna say, to me, it could be the same whiskey, and the day of, he calls it the angel, and the next day, he calls it the I can't tell devil. you how many no, people no, have no. called me the devil. We went I've over that a count. minute ago with that whole beard analogy. Well, see, there you go. Ian with the beard. Yeah, but that's a different Ian. No. Oh. That's a different Ian, and, and your beard isn't nearly satanic enough. No. 
Mine's just awesome. Count your blessings, sir. Count your blessings. So we are always on Twitter. We are picking up our frequency and we hope to have you follow us. I am at Beer Mistress. I am sometimes at Dashing underscore Rogue. You've been doing better. I've been doing better. Small victories. We are at Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue and always at DashingRogue.com. And we are now booking for holiday beer dinners. But hurry, because we're running out of time. We've book really... early, book often. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> um, but our season is, is kind of crazy. It's like October happened and then 2015 happened. And in between, there's not a lot of room left. Well, there you go. Uh, but if you would like to have a holiday party with the Dashing Rogue and the Beer Mistress, give us a ring. Thanks for coming back, Mr. Chris, and for being well, our 99. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I'm thrilled. Uh, so. Your whiskey was tasty as always, and I'm glad that we could bring you some Black Butte for your oh, enjoyment. Oh, it's brilliant. Brilliant. And accolades to Deschutes for their 26th anniversary, which even cooler, as we've been talking about it lately, craft beer did not really explode until the last 10 years or so. So the fact that they've been around for 26 years. They just years, kept on trucking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good for they're them. Like, they we're going to make our thing and do our thing. They and found their the... niche and they made it a thing and they're doing great. So next episode, 100. Very exciting. Can't wait to have you guys come back. You have about 48 hours from the time that you're hearing this to send us any ideas of beer infusions if you would like. So please do just email us, beermistress at dashingrogue.com or always just message us on Facebook or Twitter. Until then, uh, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. Little professor. Oh, Mr. Chris. <laughs> there you go. See She's you next time. <laughs>